Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com. In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. So one of the things we have seen a lot of questions about is managing clients and just trying to keep projects running smoothly. And we talked about keeping your project on track in episode 17, so we're not going to go crazy in-depth on that in this episode. If you need more help, go back and look at or listen to that episode. But um, we have also had a lot of questions, though, just about how we do these things specifically. So I thought we could just break down what these client and project management systems look like for us. And that means we're going to share our specific tools, which I think are exactly the same, (laughs) Um, how we use them, which are probably exactly the same, and how they have just streamlined the overall client experience. I'm excited about this one. Just with uh, what I'm doing in my business right now as we're recording this, I have also been seeing a ton of questions. Like just yesterday alone, I saw three different people commenting about how they need to get their systems in check and want to know what tools to use and everything like that. So this is perfect timing. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really hard to kind of get started with these things, I think, Mm -hmm. especially because it's one of those things where you really just want to peek at what someone else is doing and get the same exact setup for yourself. So hopefully this episode will be a good peek into how we do Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. And I think the biggest problem people have is just sitting down and doing it because like, it's not hard. And I'm sure we'll go over what we both used to do before we got a good system down. And my issue was literally I wouldn't take the 30 minutes I needed to sit down and get everything set up in a spot that made sense. And I think that's probably the issue a lot of people have. So hopefully this will be the kick in the pants a few of them need. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. So action step before we even get there is to do this for yourself. Do the thing. (laughs) But let's go on ahead and kind of get started. And let's start with client management because I feel like this is kind of confusing but kind of obvious at the same time. So if you're not really sure what client management even means, in my opinion, I look at it as a way to kind of organize all of your clients and their information in one place and make it really easy to onboard and et cetera, et cetera, when you're trying to get started and that kind of thing. Is that what you think client management is? Yeah, basically everything related to your clients except for like the individual projects. So like, you know, onboarding, offboarding, keeping track of their stuff, money, all that stuff, just not the actual project process for sure. Okay, good, because I was... (laughs) At one point, I was like, what does client management even mean? (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) 
So <laughs> for um, what we used to do, let's talk about that first. Mm -hmm. I know this is the one thing that I was the most stubborn about in my business. And I drug my feet the longest on it because of that. So for the better part of the time that I have been in business, which is like six years now, it seems crazy to say mm -hmm. that, but um, I always managed all of my clients straight out of my inbox. Yeah. So I never understood why people paid for tools like 17 hats when it started getting really popular and HoneyBook and some of those others that, you know, were the first ones to come out to do things that I could do myself. I was like, I don't need this like digital Rolodex of my clients mm -hmm. because I know who my clients are. I don't need something that can onboard my clients because I can do that. Like I was very stubborn. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it wasn't terrible, but it was definitely harder to stay organized and Oh boy, because of this, I'm scared to think of all of the potential clients that I actually lost because I totally forgot about them and I didn't <laughs> follow up with them, you know? So that is how things used to look for me. I'm curious mm -hmm. if you were the same way, Krista. Oh, definitely. For the first, I'm trying to think, I got, I finally got everything set up in Asana in November of 2017. So that means for the first year in like two or three months, I was doing stuff out of my inbox and kind of piecing everything together that you can do with client management systems. So I sent contracts through uh, HelloSign and did everything I could to only get three a month so I didn't have to pay for it. Using Acuity, uh, the free version for scheduling, I would uh, make my own proposals and upload those to an email. Same with intro and welcome packets. Like it was just a disaster. And like having to go through there to find information you sent and dig back and be like, oh, what am I doing for this project again? It was <laughs> awful. So yeah, very similar to what you did, I think though. Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing too. And it's crazy to think that like when I very first got started, I feel like I've talked about this somewhere, but I even made my contracts and invoices manually in Illustrator. So that's how like hands-on I was when I just got started. Well, because I was like, PayPal can't make my invoices mm -hmm. pretty enough oh, yeah. to look cute. <laughs> Sounds so, like Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that I was doing. And then, yeah, eventually I got to that level where I was at least like trying to automate the um, contract part. And then I was still doing the invoices in PayPal, but it was still all over mm -hmm. the place. So I think that's our like general thing here. What we used to do was be all over the place <laughs> and super disorganized. Yep. <laughs> so let's just move on and talk about what we use now. So both of us use Dubsado and I started using it at the beginning of last year. So I had, I think, tried to test it out a little bit, and then they had some kind of sale, and I was like, you know what, forget it, I'm just going to go on ahead and get this, because I knew it would be easier to really see how it worked once I actually had a client in there, so I just went on ahead and jumped on it for a year, and this is when I realized how much time I had been wasting being all over the place, trying to manually do everything, do it out of my inbox. Like, 
primarily, I think I was spending way, way, way too much time onboarding clients. But it's like you said, it's so disorganized when you're doing it straight out of email. Mm-hmm. So um, I really love Dubsado and you probably love it for the same reason. It's just that it easily organizes not only all of my clients, so I can, you know, onboard them really quickly Past clients specifically, I really like that I can just select their name and just hit, you know, start a new mm-hmm. job, whatever, go from there. But I also really, really love that I can keep track of my potential clients now. Oh, that Yay. is nice. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, yeah, they make it so easy. And I'm sure by the time this episode is coming out, they're going to have rolled out a million new features <laughs> that we don't even know about right now. Yeah. But so as of recording this, um, everything they have in there just makes it so easy to keep track of them and then follow up. And like I was saying, it's just so easy to, you know, get started with a client, send them a final invoice, you know, add a subcontract if you're adding something to their project, whatever it is. It's just it's ridiculous how easy it is. Oh, I know. And it's, it's I mean, and they, they've made it so nice to use and look at too. Like I've used a few other ones in the past and they're just clunky, but Dubsado specifically, they just make it so easy to find everything. And it's basically a lifesaver. Yeah. I really like how pretty it is too. Cause unfortunately as a designer, I'm very picky about what I use because I want the interface to be pretty. I want what my clients see to be pretty. <laughs> And I know 17 Hats is super popular among, like, all the people who refuse to try Dubsado. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I could never get over the font that they used. I was like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? You're this big company and you're using Genesu as a font. Okay, get out of here. Everything about it was awful. <laughs> yeah, and when you really get into all of the stuff that Dubsado does, it's like you said, it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And everything that your client also sees is really streamlined and you can make sure it's on brand, which is important to most of us. Mm -hmm. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we have to say about that. Yes. Um, I do just want to talk really quickly, even though we kind of already touched on this about how it just streamlines the overall client experience because I think sometimes people see value in these kind of tools but they're like I don't understand how it'll help my clients I feel like I'm just spending a lot of money to you know take 20 minutes out of my week on things that I'm already doing myself so I know for me um how I have my stuff set up Potential clients don't have to wait for me to send over my intro packet. You know, I can automatically set up, I think they call them workflows, where it'll send an email as soon as I get an inquiry, and then they can get all the information they need about working with me. So that's really nice because I feel like most people inquire with me like Friday night Mm -hmm. or at some point on the weekend. So they're waiting a really long time to hear from me if I don't have that. So you have it when they fill out a lead capture form, you're sending your intro packet automatically? Um, Yes, because I have a pretty like basic one. So they are just automatically and then they can read about how the payments work, my general design process. And it's like I said, it does kind of remove all of that time 
where they're just like, I wonder if she got my email. When is she going to get back to me? And I think that I I was going to touch on this in a second, but I think kind of reducing that time, that any time that you can in there where your client is waiting to hear from you can make them even more excited and feel like you are giving them attention, even if we all know that we are not sending (laughs) out emails on Friday nights or on the weekend with this stuff. Oh, I think that's absolutely genius. Literally, while you were talking, I just opened up a text editor and made a note for myself to do that because that's (laughs) so smart. And like before you even have to bother answering, you can give them more information they need and maybe they can reply with, you know, what you'd need to give a quote or something like that. So I think that's genius. I feel so dumb for not doing it before. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So that means that Like, by the time you are actually finally talking to them, you hopefully have all the information you need to send a proposal. Mm -hmm. Because that's the the one part where I don't feel like you can quite automate it. You have to be hands-on with that. But kind of going into the proposal um, aspect of that, when I am onboarding clients, this is another way this kind of streamlines the experience. I do not have to manually create my contract or my invoices. And this is something that I absolutely love. And I was so happy when Dubsado added this because now you can actually get it set up to where you send a proposal and they can accept it. And it automatically ah, adds all this information to your contract and it creates your invoice. So literally all you have to do is set it up like this one time to send the proposal and then boom, they can go on ahead and book their project without you doing anything else. It's genius. I haven't set that up yet either. I, there are a few things in the, um, like proposal part that I wish were a little bit more like 17 hats. For example, um, one thing that actually I did, I guess a month ago as of recording this, that I learned in Jamie's course, we talked to her several months ago, um, is trying to upsell clients who are getting branding. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was trying out upselling, you know, business cards and blog post graphic templates. And so I added those things on there. And in 17 hats, it's a lot easier to kind of add those things on there. Mm -hmm. The way I did it, I kind of had to hack things apart a little bit. But it worked. So I hope Dubsado eventually makes that easier because... I think it's definitely worth it. With their add-ons. They have like add-on items you could put in there and they would like check the box. I did that, but you know how I am. I had to make it look a certain way and I was so specific about it. (laughs) You're like, no, (laughs) it took me me longer than it should have. But anyway, so I also had that streamlined as much as I can. And as far as that experience for clients, just getting back to the whole point of this episode, (laughs) is just that it really gives them exactly what they need quicker. So they are not waiting for us to get our act together, you know, and try to get all this stuff sent out. They're not waiting for, you know, Monday or Tuesday if they inquired with us on Friday afternoon. They can have everything right away. And I think this helps boost that overall client experience because it gives them a good impression 
before they even book the project of what it's going to be like when we're actually working together, which makes them more likely to say, hey, okay, I want to give you all my money. For sure. They like it when we can make it really quick and really easy on them. Totally. So that is our long-winded spiel about (laughs) client management. And of course, we went off topic there. And we probably will in our next part when we talk about project management. Most likely. So what I used to do Similar to client management, when I first got started, I worked straight out of my inbox. And I can remember, so I got started while I was in college, and I can remember coming out of classes and having all the notifications, like, show up on my phone, and I would just be like, OMG, someone help me, (laughs) because inevitably, I would have so many different email threads, I would have a bunch of different emails, and... It ended up actually making me anxious to open my email, and I still feel that sometimes because you're just like, I don't know what's in there, (laughs) and so I'm, like, scared to look. (laughs) And not only that, but doing everything out of your inbox is just a nightmare because it makes it hard to stay organized during the project. Like, if a client wants to add something and you agree to it, you have to remember. Like, you have to make a note of that somewhere you're going to remember. And it's hard to keep track of feedback and just, oh, it's too much. Mm -hmm. So is that how you used to do things, too, before you started using Asana? Yeah, exactly. And that, like, what you said about the anxiety, like, oh, my gosh, I remember that so much. Like, knowing that when I go in my inbox, it's going to be a disaster with all these requests I have to sort through. I remember like certain clients who uh, don't understand the whole send one email at a time thing, you know, would be sending <laughs> tons of emails and I would sit with a notebook and like take notes of everything I was supposed to do for them. It's like, that didn't even make sense. How did I not realize then that there has to be a better way to do this? But yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I feel like project management is one of those things where it's so much easier for people to jump on board mm-hmm. with kind of taking that out of their inbox rather than the client management um, tools. Yeah. So for me, it did not take me very long to start working with um, a project management tool. I actually got started with Basecamp, I think was the very first one that I used. And then I tried Asana for a little while. I, I tried out, I remember I signed up for a ton of other ones, like something called Redbooth. Um, that now just reminds me of Redbox. But anyway, um, so I, I signed up for a lot of them. I even tried, I'm ashamed to say this, for a little while of just going back to my inbox. But inevitably, I landed on Asana. When you're still trying to get your design business off the ground, it can be hard to nail down exactly what your process with clients should be. You may be scratching your head trying to figure out what steps to take after a potential client has agreed to work with you. Been there, done that. You think everyone has it figured out and you're convinced they're all just keeping it a secret, especially from you. Well, no more. I'm breaking down the barrier and sharing with you my exact Asana workflows for branding and web design projects. 
Yep, this includes every step that I take with my own design clients. You can use them for yourself or tweak the workflows to make them work better for you. Even better, all you have to do is copy and paste the task list straight into Asana and everything will be organized right from the start. To get my Asana workflows and check out my other products for designers, head to getbacktodesign.co slash shop and be sure to enter the code podcast for 15% off your entire purchase. Now I love it so, so much because it makes everything so organized and streamlined and you can't lose track or forget anything. And I have short-term memory and baby brain, so <laughs> I just can't deal with it all. I just can't handle it. <laughs> so um, just specifically why I like it so much. I can keep track of both my business and the client projects in one place. So I have tried Trello. We use Trello for um, this podcast, but for some reason, I just like having everything in one place. And so I use Asana for business tasks as well. And it's really nice to be able to visualize everything, have it all on one calendar and one app and go from there. Now, aside from that, in terms of actually working with clients, I really like Asana because like I said, it just makes it easy to keep up with all parts of the project. Now, this isn't necessarily what Asana does and they do it only. Any project management tool you sign up for is going to do this, but this is what we use, so that's why I keep referring to it. But anyway, so you can keep up with your client's content, their login information, any feedback they have. You can keep up with where the project actually is. Like if one day you realize you haven't heard from your client and you're like, I don't actually know, am I supposed to be doing something? Is my client supposed to be doing something? You can log in and look at your little to-do list and see what's going on. And then obviously I like Asana and like I said, any project management tool because it also helps my client stay on task so they can see when they need to provide feedback and they know where to provide feedback. So just makes things really easy on everyone. Yeah, one of my favorite things is that I've always found it really important to keep clients updated because I know when I had my website designed how much I hated sitting and wondering what was happening. Like there were two week periods where I would hear nothing from my designer and I wanted to be like, hey, how are we doing? But I also didn't want to be that annoying client. Um, So I love in Asana or whatever you're using, clients can just go in and see what tasks you've checked off or what you have left to do. Specifically for how I use Asana, they can see the due dates I have set. Uh, Something else really nice is if you work with multiple people on your project. So maybe specifically for designers who work with maybe copywriters or developers on your projects, you can have everyone in one project if you want or separate ones for each. And it's just so easy to like coordinate everything and see how all the pieces fit together. And oh man, I can't imagine going back to email. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine going back to email either. And I agree with you, especially if you are working with a developer, this is going to make it even easier Mm -hmm. to have everyone all in one place rather than um, having to reply all and make sure your client replies all to a ton of emails and then your developer is getting a bunch of stuff they don't care about and you are getting stuff and your client and it's just really overwhelming. So, (laughs) yeah. 
So that is why we love Asana, but um, how it can streamline the experience for the client. Because again, I think some people look at these things and they're like, okay, it works for me, but Mm -hmm. why does my client care if I email them or if I upload this PDF somewhere? Well, obviously, if you are anything like me, you will not forget anything because the second you read it in an email or you get it in like a conversation or comment in Asana, you can automatically, and Asana actually makes this really easy, you can just like convert it to a Mm -hmm. task. So no more forgetting parts of your project that your client added on last minute, hashtag project scope. She's rolling her eyes as she says this. Yes. (laughs) And um, so also, I think with any kind of project management system, you're just keeping the overall process moving along smoothly because you can set deadlines on both sides. If you find yourself kind of taking too long to do stuff so you can send it to your client, this is really good for you as well. Um, but having those deadlines obviously is what you really need to be able to kind of keep things moving and not worry about working on a two month project for six months. And then this is also an easy place for your client to upload all of their stuff. So when you are a web designer and you're working with a developer, they need the content, they need login information, you know, everything that we outlined earlier. And this is a good place for your client to upload that. So both you and your developer have everything. Mm -hmm. Now, um, all of these things really boost the client experience because they, like I said, make the project keep moving along. You can make sure that you're hitting that launch date, which is what is probably most important aside from the fact that your client actually likes their stuff. Their like yeah. second thing is, I have a deadline, I want to reach it. Mm-hmm. And then also the client gets their project completed with nothing left behind. So I just mentioned this as well but you are not getting to the end of the project and you're like really embarrassed because the client goes, but I also actually hired you to do business cards. Mm -hmm. So where are those? And you're like, oh, (laughs) I forgot. Yep, I wish I could say I'd never done that. (laughs) I wish I could say I had too, but I've definitely done that. Um, And then, so obviously at the end of the day, when things are going this smoothly, I think it makes the clients enjoy the project a lot more. And this is obviously going to make them want to shout your name out to all of their friends, maybe even in their own kind of social media or blog posts, which is a great way to boost your business. Mm -hmm. So that is why I think this is like a really, really good thing to do. If you don't do anything else in 2018 for your business, I think you should definitely get yourself on some kind of project management app. Smallest goal ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, that is kind of exactly what we are doing. But Krista, do you want to share a little bit about like how and where you were in your business and how you knew it was the right time to actually start taking these things on. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. I know when I signed up for both of these 
and why I signed up for both of them. But I'm curious, at least for you, I'll let you talk first. Um, <laughs> like how you knew it was the right time. Um, I think for both of them, for me, actually, it was because of the amount of overwhelm I was feeling. Like it was getting to the point where I was literally spending three hours a day in my inbox. And I was like, you know, I can't do this. I I have to make money. I can't just sit in my inbox all day. And I'd try bringing my VA in to help me with emails. We were finding that most of them were things I had to sit and deal with. So I'd spend an hour making a proposal, then another hour getting a client running, then another hour sorting through a list of tasks from another one. And I think I was lucky at the time I feel like people were just starting to talk about it more and more, talking more and more about systems and how much they can help you. I was like, okay, it's time to at least try it. So I went ahead and started kind of outlining my processes and kind of experimenting with Asana. It was definitely like a growing process. It wasn't just perfect at first, but it it was better immediately. It just took a little while to perfect. So I guess my other question, too, for you is, did you start in the same place that you are now? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you pick? I don't think Deb Sato was around, at least yeah. in our, like, circle at that time point. But how did you decide on those two eventually? Yeah, I started, so I jumped into Asana right away for the project management just because uh, it was free and a lot of people were talking about it. So I just kind of jumped on that bandwagon. Um, As far as client management, I actually started with 17 hats and that was again because it was free. They had a (laughs) free trial. You could have uh, three active clients at a time and they just had a lot of great features. So I jumped into that and then right when I heard about Dubsado, I was like, okay, ditch 17 hats. I got the (laughs) lifetime subscription to Dubsado and that's where I happily am now. So same one for project management, switched around for client management. But seriously, don't be afraid to experiment with different ones. A lot of people you know, love Trello for absolutely everything. Like Corey, I don't like it as much for client stuff, but kind of play around and see what works best for you because there are a lot of tools out there. Yeah, and start with what you're already using. So for example, if you are already using Trello in your business to keep everything organized, then just test it out. Like even if you test it out with a peer or you just test it out with yourself to see how it would look like if Um, you are the client, then you can get a good idea of if you like it or not. Because I know sometimes, I was really guilty about this, is everyone is talking about all of these apps, all of these different things that you have to have. And then like two years later, you are getting emails from everyone under the sun because you signed up for all of this stuff that other people said you should be using. And at the end of the day, like for me, everyone does love Trello so much. And for the podcast, it does work perfectly. I really like how we can flow through all of our tasks that way. But at the end of the day, Asana was just what worked best for my business. So like I said... Before, when I was getting started, um, oh boy, I just try to do everything out of my inbox. And then similar to you, when I got started for project management with Basecamp, it was because I had like four or five clients at once, which is how many I used to work with, which seems crazy now. Um, And I was like, I can't keep track of everything. I don't know where my own projects are. I had tried like keeping physical paper planners and printing cute stuff out and all that 
you know, that wasn't going to work either. I realized that it was just a waste of time and paper and printer ink. So that is why I jumped on the project management train. And then the client management, honestly, I was a sheep and I had heard everyone talk so much about 17 hats and then everyone was talking up Dubsado so much and I was like, sure, whatever, I'll try this out. And it's something that, like I said, I was really stubborn about for a long time and then once I actually you know, dip my toe in the water. I was like, yes, this is amazing. I need this every day of my life. <laughs> so um, I actually never tried out 17 hats or um, I did sign up for HoneyBook and then I got a bunch of really annoying phone calls and I was like, please leave me alone. I don't want your stuff that much. Yeah. So um, that's how I kind of got started with everything. And when I felt like the right time for client management. It's like I said, I just kind of jumped into it because everyone else was doing it. But yeah. for project management like you, I did feel pretty overwhelmed. So just to recap the whole episode here, both of these types of systems do take a little bit of time to set up in the beginning. So I'm not going to lie to you. It will take you maybe a day to kind of sort through everything and figure out how you want it set up. But once you have done it, it's totally worthwhile for your process. And both of these, the client and project management systems, just make your client's experience of working with you way more streamlined. It makes you look way more professional. And this is going to make your client much more likely to enjoy the process of working with you. And like I said earlier, obviously this can lead them to shouting you out everywhere and recommending you to their friends. And we talked about this a little bit, but you don't have to use expensive tools to keep up with these parts of your business. So we both use Asana because it's free 99. Now we realize that Dubsado is not, but if you find something else out there for client management or project management that's free and you love it, by all means, please use that. <laughs> and then the action steps for this episode would be to schedule some time to evaluate these systems. Maybe evaluate the lack of these systems in your business if you don't have them. And then number two, get yourself on a project management tool first. So like I said, this will greatly boost your client experience right away. So definitely do this first. And then once you're done with that, just explore a few different client management options. Pick maybe one to two to test out. Like we said, we really love Dubsado. But I also know a lot of peers that use 17 hats and really like it. And then just see how you like the client management system and your clients and how awesome it makes your business. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design.